Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. We're back. We're back. We, we missed, missed a, a day. show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was in the hospital. Yeah, you're fine. But we're okay. <laughs> and uh, let's get started with a couple days worth of news from the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, MVP Patrick Mahomes celebrated the Super Bowl win with a family visit to the Disneyland Resort. That's right. Disneyland was the place where the MVP of Super Bowl 57 went. Uh, Pat Mahomes and his wife, Brittany, and his daughter, Sterling, and son, Patrick, visited the park on Monday. Uh, they did get to ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. They rode the train with Goofy. Um, let's see. They also had a celebratory cavalcade where uh, Patrick Mahomes was celebrated as the MVP in the Chiefs' victory over the Eagles. So exciting times for the Mahomes family. Yeah, very neat. The new costumes for Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland have been revealed. That's right. They've been revealed. They are the costumes, they're calling them. Uh, they are uh, very comfortable and apparently very fashionable. Uh, they are also very interchangeable. Uh, and uh, they're made of breathable fabrics, have inclusive sizing and optional accessories that will allow cast members to showcase their personalities. What do you think of the costumes? They're very bright. They're uh, they fun. fit in Toontown. Exactly. And that's all that matters. The Plan Disney podcast has a feature uh, that you can watch on YouTube um, that shares tips for your first visit to Disney World. That's right. The Plan Disney podcast, season two, episode two, as you might recall, they release a new podcast every third Wednesday of the month. Uh, and this is through Plan Disney. And they're talking about a first timer's visit to Walt Disney World. So if you don't want to get some information from us, uh, you can get it from Plan Disney. <laughs> At Disney Springs, their photo spot just got better as they are now updating it to match the season. That's right. Uh, you might not know, but Walt Disney World Resort over at Disney Springs has a PhotoPass studio. The studio actually has two photo locations. One is a, uh, a studio that has virtual backdrops, and the other one uh, used to have just like a classic gray backdrop, but they are now changing it so that they are going to update the backdrops throughout the year to match the season. So if you're uh, interested, you can uh, stop by and get your photo passes done there. The studio is open from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., and there's no reservations required. Nice. Uh, did you know that there are also photo pass studios throughout the resort? Oh, really? Where else? They're on the second floor of the Grand Floridian. They're at Sir Mickey's in Fantasyland at the Magic Kingdom, and they have a new one at uh, the Wandering Reindeer in the Norway Pavilion in Epcot. Okay. I mean, I knew about the one uh, in Fantasyland, but... I did not know about the one at the Grand Floridian. Yes. You can enter for a chance to win an exciting family vacation inspired by Disney's Encanto. That's right. Shop Disney and uh, Di uh, Adventures by Disney are joining forces to uh, offer the Wonder of Encanto Shop Disney Sweepstakes, where you and your family can win a family vacation from Adventures by Disney. Uh, and there are some other prizes that are uh, Encanto-related items from Shop Disney. So you can enter that sweepstakes between the 16th of February and the 16th of March. Uh, and you can just uh, check out the blog to get that URL. Okay. That's all the Parks blog news, so let's head on over to Disneyland. All right. Tilly is dressed for the 100 Years of Wonder celebration. That's right. Tilly, who is the mannequin that mans the box office at the Main Street Cinema at Disneyland, has been given her own 100 Years of Wonder outfit, name tag, and accessories to celebrate the season. 
So she has a new dress of striped purple and white. She also has a Disney 100 cast member name tag that has flowers printed around it. Uh, and she has uh, two purple macarons on a saucer and a teacup, which is the perfect snack for a working girl. I mean, it's kind of great. She's sitting there giving tickets and mm-hmm. she's eating macarons and drinking tea. Yes. Seems odd. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot better than the outfit they put her in for the 2021 reopening of the cinema um, where she looked. You know, like a real 1900s woman, all gussied up. Kind of. That was a very unflattering green outfit. Yes. Uh, she looks much more, I was going to say contemporary, but she, mean, it's a period really, costume. It's just a prettier outfit, I think. Much prettier. Tilly, you look much better now. At California Adventure, uh, they have a new ooze cauldron sipper that's going to be at the Pym Test Kitchen. That's right. The Pym Test Kitchen is part of the Avengers Campus, and this ties into Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania, which opens in theaters today. And Catherine Newton, who plays Cassie Lang in the movies, was on the Disney Parks Instagram account showing off the new sipper, which is based on an object from the new film. So you can get that. Uh, no word on the cost. Oh, there is word on the cost. This just in. It's $27.79. It comes with Quantum Ooze Cherry, which is a cherry lemonade-like drink, which is also available separately for $5.29. They have debuted a Moon Girl meet and greet at California Adventure. That's right. We mentioned this on Monday's show uh, as part of a Parks blog entry. Uh, Moon Girl got her cavalcade on the 15th, and then she began meeting uh, guests over in Hollywoodland at Disney's California Adventure. And uh, she will be meeting guests for the uh, the, the, the next, uh, who knows, who knows how long. Um, but uh, the Devil Dinosaur art covers the windows, and there is a graffiti-esque logo uh, on the right of the building. So the dinosaur is not there, but uh, you can meet Moon Girl. So that's pretty fun. And that's all the news from California. So let's head on over to Florida and Walt Disney World. The DVC preview dates and registration link have been released for the Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. They actually went live on February 16th. The big story here is that the DVC members are going to preview the coaster from March 4th through the 6th. Um, of course, the DVC uh, slots are now all sold out. Uh, and if you're an annual pass holder, you're going to get two windows uh, for the preview dates. And that is March 4th through the 6th and March 8th through the 12th. Uh, and that uh, that's the deal there. So uh, those lucky folks get to ride it. Awesome. The Bippity Boppity Boutique is working on its inclusivity by adding some extra training for textured hair and adaptive costumes. That's right. They are, uh, you know, they've reopened uh, at Bippity Boppity Boutique. Uh, they have gone with a new gender neutral title. They are now Fairy Godmother's Apprentices, and um, they are pushing. Uh, inclusivity uh, to celebrate the diversity of casts and guests. In doing so, they are giving uh, the fairy godmother's apprentices extra training on how to style a wide variety of hair textures and types, including hair more common for people of color. They've also added additional makeups uh, that are uh, allowing all skin colors to glow and pop. And then they are even bringing along adaptive costumes that can accommodate uh, various sizes and disabilities. 
Uh, they have stretchier fabric, discrete tube opening, discrete flap openings for tube access, ankle length bottoms for those in wheelchairs, and Velcro closings that make things easier to take on and off. Uh, so this, of course, just all part of an experience uh, that every child should be able to get a makeover at the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Uh, and those are for ages, uh, guests ages 3 to 12, uh, and those prices range from $99.95 to $229.95. All right. The previously difficult-to-get Figment popcorn bucket is now available um, without mobile order. That's right. You can pick one up. Uh, you can just walk into the Figment Inspiration Station at the Odyssey Pavilion in Epcot and purchase one. Who needs to wait in line for seven hours? Right. You just had to wait a little while. Yeah. Earlier this year, they were released um, on January 13th, uh, and they were available only through mobile order. But now, like Cheryl said, you can just pick one up as you're walking past. As long as you're willing to pay for it. Akoya Pearls has reopened in the Japan Pavilion. Um, This is after three years of being closed. Yay. I'm so excited. There's nothing more fun than watching people in uh, store Mitsukoshi uh, try to get pearls. And I love the celebration that they do when somebody finds a pearl. Um, And, uh, you know, there's nothing as much fun as opening an oyster and finding a pearl. So uh, welcome back. And uh, it's it's been a long time coming. The uh, oyster ticket is eighteen dollars and seventy eight cents plus tax. So figure it's going to cost you twenty dollars. Uh, and uh, if you get a pearl, your pearl at that price is loose. Of course, for an additional price, you can get a gift box, a sand jar, or a necklace. And the necklaces aren't bad. They start at fifteen ninety five for a sixteen inch sterling silver chain. Okay. So uh, very exciting. Can't wait to go back and see them. Yeah, we never bought one. No, I just just, like to hang out there. Yeah, we just like to watch people do it. In very exciting news for me, the first character topiaries have arrived for the 2023 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. Anna and Elsa have been delivered, and they are now in place in front of the Norway Pavilion. Uh, And this is as Epcot uh, is getting ready for uh, one of the best festivals that they have. They have also installed the first global garden for the Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. Uh, And that is the Spice Garden in the Morocco Pavilion, which is right outside of the restrooms. Uh, This this features, I mean, this flatulences, this features plants in boxes and tiered and in tiered rounded decorations. So uh, you can check that out uh, if you go through Morocco. All right. At Hollywood Studios, the uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror has returned to full capacity right before the Rock and Roller Coaster is going to be closing. That's right. Next week, Rock and Roller Rock and Roller Coaster featuring Aerosmith closes for a longtime refurbishment. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, in order to uh, you know get more guests through, they have increased capacity at the Tower of Terror, and that uh, that's kind of been down. For a while, I don't think they ever reopened at full capacity after COVID. Right. So you are now getting jammed in with people. Well, that's, you know, it's time for that. Yeah. They have taken down the construction walls at the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. And that's pretty exciting news. And I'm going to give you one guess what they've replaced it with. Rolling planters. That's right. Rolling planters have been moved in. Uh, That blocks the view of the restaurant's facade. However, the rolling planters are not as tall as the old walls were, so you can still see a little bit. Um, There is scrim still protecting the main facade, so you can't see anything. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's uh, an opening is very imminent. Uh, And to that end, they are going to be opening reservations next week. Uh, on February 21st for the Rodeo Roundup Barbecue. The restaurant itself is going to open up on March 23rd. 
Do you look forward to trying that out next time we're down there? Yeah, I mean, we'll have to make reservations. I had thought, I didn't realize that that was going to be a table service restaurant. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be quick service. Uh Um, So yeah, I guess we'll have to see if we can get some reservations. All right, let's head over into entertainment news. D23 has announced that they are going to offer some exclusive Tron Legacy screenings at Disney Springs, and that is to celebrate the Tron Light Cycle Run previews. They are going to have uh, gold and general member uh, D23 uh, showings beginning on Saturday, March 18th. They're going to have a 3D screening at 10.30 a.m. and a 2D screening at 11 a.m. There will also be a special pre-show presentation. So uh, you have to sign up for that through D23. So I don't understand. What are they playing? The Tron movie? Yes, they're playing Tron Legacy. Oh. Uh, you can purchase up to four tickets uh, if you're a general member, for $30 each, while gold members get their tickets for $20 each. A commercial development that may include a shopping center, restaurants, and a hotel is being developed for the land near the All-Star Resorts. That's right. This is off Disney property, um, but it is a 9.2-acre plot that sold in August ni- of 2019 for $6 million, uh, and it's at the... Uh, Uh, southwest of the All-Star Resorts, and uh, there is talk that they are going to develop it into a retail area. That's not really far from the Flamingo Crossing area, because Flamingo Crossing is pretty close to the All-Stars. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's in that same quadrant. Maybe, Maybe they will be neighbors. Maybe, although they feel like they haven't filled up Flamingo Crossing as we thought they would. It's still kind of empty. Right. The new sneak peek of the live action The Little Mermaid featured a first look at Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Yeah, I don't like Ursula. <laughs> that was Isabel's favorite line. Yeah. Um, so kind of cool. We know the live action adaptation uh, of Little Mermaid is coming out this May. And uh, we did get a new sneak peek. We got to see some additional mer people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see the uh, Prince Eric. And as the uh, sneak peek ended, we did get to see just uh, Ursula's eyes and her cackle. So very exciting uh, to see that uh, movie when it debuts on May 26th in theaters. It's going to be so good. Disney Plus has released the first full clip from The Mandalorian Season 3. That's right. If you're not aware, Mandalorian Season 3 begins streaming on March 1st on Disney Plus, And the clip features Grogu, The Mandalorian, and Grief Karga. So uh, we're going to be inundated with The Mandalorian for the next couple of weeks. That's what we're doing tonight. Yes. Watching the second one. Okay. I haven't watched it. All we right. keep talking about this. All right. Let's do that. And uh, let's finish up uh, – that finishes up Disney news. So let's head on over to Universal. All right. Um, Universal Studios Hollywood tickets are sold out for the opening day of Super Nintendo World. That's right. February 17th, which is today, Friday, is the opening day of Super Nintendo World. There are no more tickets, which include both annual and seasonal passes being sold for that date. Guests who already have passes will be granted admission. Uh, They've been doing on and off previews over the last several weeks, but tomorrow is finally the grand opening. I have no real desire to see Nintendo World. I just, it wasn't my generation. I want to see it just because it's it's a new park. Like, you know, I want to see these things once. Okay. The first live action movie adaptation of How to Train Your Dragon is in the works. 
Yeah, I'm not sure about this. You know, I enjoyed Toothless, who is the dragon in How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, and there's now talk that they're going to do a live-action version uh, and it's going to be released on theater, uh, two theaters on March 14th of 2025. So we've got well over two years before this comes to uh, fruition. Um, the three films in the How to Train Your Dragon series have made $1.6 billion combined. So, you know, Universal's very excited. Universal and DreamWorks are very excited to have this opportunity to make it a live action series. I did not know that it's based on a book series. Um, and, uh, yeah, they want to, uh, they want to bring it live action. The first film was released in 2010. I don't see this working out, but what do I know? Yeah. What do you know? You're not a entertainment executive. I am not. Universal Orlando is going to start, um, giving more money as a starting wage, uh, now up to $17 an hour. That's right. They're going to move their starting rate to $17 per hour, effective June 4th, 2023. Uh, and team members will receive an increase based on the new rates and their time with the company. So that's uh, very good news for those at Universal. Uh, now on the Disney side, Disney is uh, arguing with a couple of their unions and they can't reach agreements. So uh, congratulations to Universal. SeaWorld has added more concerts to the Seven Seas Food Festival. That's always exciting. Who doesn't love more music? Uh, they have revealed more acts, including Hanson, Sean Kingston, and the Commodores. They did release a partial list in January uh, that went through March 26th, but that list now extends through April 29th. Uh, so let's see, who do we have here that was added after March 26th? April 8th, Corey Asbury. April 9th, Highway to Hell, which is an ACDC tribute. Absolute Def Leppard, a tribute to Def Leppard. And Absolute Queen, a tribute to Queen. Uh, April 15th, Chris Lane. April 16th, Marshall Tucker Band. April 23rd, Cameron Marlowe. April 29th, The Commodores. All shows take place at 7 p.m. at SeaWorld's Bayside Stadium, although they say the start times for the tribute bands uh, vary. Uh, and in that list, uh, March 19th is uh, the date for Hanson. Oh, boy. And the lads from Hanson look very resplendent in their tuxedos. Yeah, they look old. I know. They're like they're adults like, now. Not like ancient old, but, you know. They not don't like, like little, Aerosmith old. <laughs> they don't look like little kids anymore. All right. So that's the news. Happy to be back. Sorry we missed a show. And I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend. And until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.